I'm living in the upside down. Eugene says, I need a break from vinegar syndrome so I can watch more MCU. I don't even know what's going on anymore. They're clowns from outer space that invade Earth. I wish they would have won. Jesus fights aliens with Vikings. Satanic evil nuns, because I, I love that shit. You sound like my wife describing our sex life. I'm podcasting, and I'm going to bitch about Vatican tape, so go away. You swallow that NyQuil and say it's good shit. Alright. Eric's letting the dog in, and we're recording now. This is how the show begins with dogs, and I've got the Tesseract sitting over here on my desk, so I'm ready to murder some shit and take over the world. That's always a good thing, especially on this nice, cold Ohio day. Just Loki some, some motherfuckers up, and it's... That's the goal. Fuck it, I'll get her later. She's just ru- running around like a lunatic, and she plays this game where she's like, I run to the door, but then I run away, and I run to the door, and then I run away. I'm like, you big fucking idiot. <laughs> just let her run around. Yeah. Better than cleaning up her shit, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I, I think I figured out how to, uh, that you figured out how to calm that dog down, though, is just to uh, pop in your roulette pick, huh? Ooh, we will get to that in a little bit. <laughs> oh, she was real chill. I'll give you that. Yeah. She was just laying beside me like... Yeah. I don't think I care for this movie too much. It's kind of boring. <laughs> the, question is, the question is, will I will I hawk up lungs this, uh, this episode or not? Because... I'm pretty much better, but there's still some residual hawking. You sound uh, way better. Yeah, I I still am a bit nervous that every now and then today I'm gonna have a you know one of those. Oh type deal. So, God. Yeah, I got my spittoon here, but I'm hoping I don't have to use it. I, I hope I can at least bide my time for an hour and a half that I don't have to gross out everyone. Yeah, you and me and everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, yeah, you sound way better. So uh, how, are, how are things otherwise? Pretty good. Uh, it, literally, like right up to me hitting record, where I was working on, you know, another house deal that we're that we're finalizing. So it's just go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, a good thing. I, I, it's it's crazy, and there's lots and lots of meetings and phone calls, and then more meetings, and then trips to the bank, and blah 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 blah, blah, blah and hey, just do what you got to do. Yep. <laughs> Oh, uh, I told my wife this morning, I'm like, I hate going to the bank. And she's like, that's part of your job. I'm like, I know. <sighs> but, oh, it's just like whenever I go there, and it's it's almost like when you go to the grocery store, you like, you're timing it out to where you get there and you're ready to check out and you get in that line that there's no one in or there's only one person, whatever. And it's like, it never works out. You always, you're getting your groceries and then you're right ready to get in line and then there's like, Five old ladies all ping by check in front of you. Well, it's the same situation at the at the bank. Whenever I go to the bank, like, please, dear God, please, dear God, no line, no line. I walk in. I'm like, oh, great. Ten people. Ten people deep in, like, one teller. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was at the grocery store the other day, and in my here were my options. I had one old lady with, like, five things in her cart, or the other lane had, like, three 
people with carts that were mm, a quarter to half full. And I'm like, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, ah, it, it'll be all right. And yeah. I got behind the old lady. I know. Oh, like, no. Took forever to get their five things out. And then once she's, she stands and it was old Amish lady too, stands there and waits till she's all done ringing it up, gives her the total. Then she digs out her checkbook. Yeah. And I'm just checkbook. like, I can't wait till I'm old and I can get in everybody's way and piss everybody off. Yeah. Yep. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. And like, even like for the bank, like typically my stuff is I'm ready to go. I walk in there, my paperwork is signed, my whatever I need to do, I'm ready to go. And in my stuff is I'm, we're dealing with flipping houses and large sums of money and whatever, but I'm always ready to go. It should not, it doesn't take long, but it, it's all the time. Whenever I go in there, there's always someone that needs a, a million pennies changed over or some stupid shit, something, something that is like, <sighs> but yeah, but back to the, to the grocery store thing too. Like sometimes I will literally like, I'll look at the clock and I'm like, you know what? I just porked down my breakfast and it's like seven twenty in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to just, just haul ass to the grocery store just to get it done. Because usually at that early in the morning, you're pretty safe that people that are there are there to get their shit and get out. Uh, it's when you hit 9, 30, 10 in the morning, that's when the dinosaurs show up with the checkbooks and the <laughs> brand flakes. Like yeah, you know, and that's not even the thing that pisses me off the most about, uh, I guess this is what our bitch sesh is today is grocery nah. stores, but uh, <laughs> I think I've probably talked about it on the show before. Spatial awareness. I don't understand these people that push their cart or like at Aldi. What's nice about Aldi is that despite all the older design ones, now the new design ones are bigger, so it doesn't work out, but they have the appropriate number of aisles so that if you go down each aisle once, when you're done, you end up at the register. Perfect. That's Mm -hmm. the way it should be. And instead I've got these people going the wrong way in the aisles for one. And then for two, they are on the right side of the aisle, as you should be. Like, driving laws apply. Be on the one side. That way, if somebody's coming the other way, they can pass. They'll be on the right with their cart, but then they walk to the left beside it to shop on the left and block the entire fucking aisle. You know? And I'm standing there behind them just like... I I give them this look, too. Just like, what are you fucking... Like, I don't say anything. In my head, I'm cussing them out, but I don't say anything. And then eventually, one of them will turn around. Or, you know, there's two people... Oh, I bumped into Susie at the grocery mm-hmm. store. And then they shop side by side and just block everybody and while mm-hmm. they stop and talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. standing there behind them. I, I get right up close behind them. And I just, I just stare at them like, the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Just what it's, is it's, wrong with you? Yeah. And you can just imagine those are the same people that, that I want to rear end on the highway when I'm driving because they drive 40 miles an hour in a 55 mile an hour zone or whatever. It's uh, yep. always happens. And another thing that, uh, and this is, you know, this is kind of neither here nor there, but there's times where you'll go to the grocery store, you'll get your cart, and there'll be someone, some person like ahead of you that, you know, they're in the produce section or whatever. And so that's kind of where you, you both start. And by the time you're done, you pretty much know the person because you've, you've, you've walked the whole way through the grocery store, the same aisles every time. And I, I hate, it makes me angry at them. Like, <laughs> you, you skip, skip this line because it's now awkward that we're at the same, we're, we're going the same speed. I don't want to date you in the grocery store. <laughs> Sometimes when that happens, I will literally just like skip ahead a couple aisles. No, oh, I do too, because <laughs> I'm like, they're not going to do anything. They, uh, it's the same people that sit right beside you in the movie theater, oblivious. Like, yeah, dude, this is awkward. You're, we're, why are we like side by side on a date at the grocery store? Just ease up. You know, I'm trying to get away from you, and you're you're dating me, and I, I don't want dates in the grocery store. 
<laughs> You're being stalked. Yes. Uh, anyway. I'll, I'll never spatial forget. awareness. It's the same yeah. thing. It's spatial aware. People that are just uh, blissfully unaware of the world around them and don't care. They they just, I'm going to go where I want. I need to go and fuck everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And, oh. Yep. They're the same people that sit right beside you at the movie theater in an empty, empty, you know, empty screen. And you're like, what? What? Really? You're uh-huh. you're gonna do this? Oh, I've I've already texted you. Call me right now, emergency. <laughs> and then my phone rings, and I'm like, oh, thank you, because I was sitting in this giant 300 seat theater, and a guy that's mm, kind of sketchy came and sat one seat away from me. Mm-hmm. Who does All that? Ourselves. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, seventy percent of the population. That's who. <laughs> they just don't give a shit. Yeah. Maybe we should start doing that. Just just right off the bat, just go and just very tight sit beside. The first person you see in the theater. You know we'd get arrested the first time oh, we try it. Maybe easily, we're yes. the problem. Maybe maybe we're the problem. Maybe we're the weird ones. I don't know. Well, uh, ne- next time it happens, I'm just going to reach over and just... Uh, just going to put my arm around whoever it is or reach my <laughs> hand over and put it on their knee. You know, uh-huh. Problem is, it's usually a homeless guy or something. <laughs> like... <sighs> and thus yeah, it, commences... it is. It's it's a homeless guy who's trying to get out of sub zero temperatures for a couple hours. Doesn't even know we're there. Sat down, and we've got a bitch about it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And <sighs> thus goes our bitch sesh. <laughs> I, I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Eugene. <laughs> oh boy. So, other than <sighs> awkward interactions with people we don't know, uh, good, good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just with. With just work stuff, it's good, but it's it's a lot of phone calls and hey, I actually like I actually texted uh, someone right before the podcast and said I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be busy for the next hour and a half, so if you need something in you know at five thirty or whatever, I'll be good to go because I guaranteed I, my phone would be ringing right now and I'm like nope, this is my podcast, this is my happy time, this is my happy space, <laughs> no worky work, just yep. So just tune out and talk about some roulette movies. Are you ready for the roulette? Let's do it. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Goldstone up against He's Out There. And I get to go first this week. (laughs) Goldstone, indigenous detective Jay Swan arrives in the frontier town of Goldstone on a missing persons inquiry. But seems like uh, what seems like a simple light duty investigation opens a web of crime and corruption. Jay must pull his life together and bury his differences with young local cop Josh, so together they can bring justice to Goldstone. I would like Stephen Miller to review this movie, please, because you're not going to get a balanced review from me this episode, and that is not necessarily a fault of this movie. And some people are probably going to take it that way. It was looks like it's got some good. Uh, reviews here. Looking at IMDb. 6.4 out of 10, I guess. It's not the greatest, but it looks like it won some festivals or something. I don't know. It's got the little swooshy things like it won some festivals. I, I just was, we're talking a situation where I was just entirely not in the mood for what I got. I was expecting something a little more gritty, like, what's that other one that's set in the Outback? Uh, with Guy Pierce. Oh, the the proposition. The pro- oh, okay, all right. Or the rover. Oh, I would have been fine. The rover. Yeah, I would have been fine with that too. But I was expecting maybe a little bit more like the proposition. 
I was so damn bored during this movie. I mean, just bored to tears. Just lots of talking, lots of long shots of cars driving and scenery. And I mean, everything, all the technicals were totally fine. It looks great. The acting was all fine. I just could not get into this movie. Uh, So, you know, maybe like, like, because it's so, so much of a drama. Maybe Steven would be a better person to ask, to talk to, to see what he thinks about it. You might even really like this movie. I have no idea. I But from the get-go, I just could not get it. I was just not in the mood. And uh, I... I... <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I fell asleep a few times, even one time in my office chair. That's how bored I was uh, <laughs> in the afternoon. But, yeah, sorry. Maybe on another, another day when I'm really in the mood for such a slow drama. I, I hated the way it ended. And was I there really, any action at all? Or uh, Yeah, there was some here and there, but not much to speak of. Uh, towards the end, there was a kind of a shootout scene. But then I hated the way it ended. It just wandered off into the wilderness and looked... The guy was looking in the distance, and you're looking at his eyes, and like he's having a revelation, and you don't get to see what he's looking at, and roll credits. And I... I oh, it was the icing on the I'm irritated at this movie cake. <laughs> Um, it was not any of those words we are, it wasn't artsy fartsy hipstery or anything like that. It was just, it was just a little pretentious in its import. It, 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 it felt like it thought it was more important than I was getting out of it. I mean, there is a cool story in here of, as far as rescuing some, uh, sex workers, a ring of sex workers. That's, that's cool. But man, did it take its sweet time getting around to it. I mean, damn. Uh, hour 50, I mean, you're <laughs> I, I, At one point, I'm, and this is no exaggeration, at one point I was like, oh, this is not, this is not bad. I kind of like what's going on. I was like, I'll bet we're, you know, two-thirds of the way through this. Like, I'll bet, I'll bet we're on the crest of, you know, the third act and wrapping this up. And I click pause, and I had 90 minutes left. I mean, Ooh, that's that's bad. That's it, bad. That's not good. I mean, yeah. I I haven't had that happen in a while, and usually it's not that bad. Usually it's like, oh, there's forty minutes left instead of thirty, and no, there was ninety minutes left, and I was <laughs> I want to watch anything else, but I kept going. I watched the whole damn thing. Goldstone. That's what uh, we do. That's what we do. There will be another review of that at some point, either from you or Steven or somebody more discerning. Uh, or more in the mood for uh, slow drama. Over to you. Tell me he's out there. He's out there. On vacation at a remote lake house, a mother and her two young daughters must fight for survival after falling into a terrifying and bizarre nightmare conceived by a psychopath. Uh, I picked this because it was 90 minutes and it's a Netflix roulette horror movie. Uh, and I gotta say... After the initial first half hour, quote unquote, setup of storyline and a, a annoying young kid actors, I'm like, oh, oh, Eugene, why, why did you pick this? Then the the creepy he's out there dude starts to play tricks and creepy things on them, and then my interest level. Perked, uh, and it kept going and going and going higher and higher. Uh, like it almost like this is starting to turn almost slashery. It's a home invasion slashery type thing. Uh, very much 
the the creepy guy is uh he looks very similar to the collector with the shit on his face or whatever the whatever yeah 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 uh, and um there's a couple of well-timed uh, violent somewhat gory scenes in it it's still more airs on the side of home invasion uh but at the end of the day I'm like you know what I was expecting complete shit and this was not that I could even forgive the the daughter's acting. They it seemed like the director what Quinn Lasher. It seemed like he knew he was dealing with with kids, and so he tried to keep the dialogue from them to more of a minimum because I they weren't very good actors, I and mean, they were they were okay, I guess. They looked uh, really young. Yes, they were, and I'm like ah, uh, but the the killer creepy guy in this he was he's. He's pretty despicable with the things that the little tricks that he's trying to play on this family to where I'm like, that's, that's starting to be a bit bold of this movie to go the places that it did. Shot well. It was, uh, I mean, another slick HD camera shot. I mean, it, this had everything going against it, but they had just enough cool stuff in there where I'm like, all right, it for a roulette, I could do way, way worse than that. The kids were not. Great, but they were not Babadook awful, so that's a good thing, I guess. And it's not the most original movie, obviously. I mean, it's it's the Strangers, but just with one creepy dude and a mother and her two daughters. It's you know, creepy dude stalking. Or what's the other movie? Hush. Yeah, but that, uh, so that it, was uh, there was no kids in that one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but there's a it, there's an interesting way to that the, that uh, this director got the kids subdued i guess you could say there was a, a an interesting way how they did that to where the kids are like it's all about the mother trying to you know okay the kids aren't going to say much anymore and they're just you know along for the ride while mama tries to keep them safe whatever so it's it probably won't be on the top 10 well although yeah actually it might because i watched so much complete <laughs> complete fecal matter that it might end up being on the top 10 of the year but uh, it's I could do a way. I, honestly, I would much rather have watched this and then obviously what you watched because it sounds like you, uh, yeah, you had the marathon five hour long roulette ordeal. Mm. Yep. I got a lot of candies crushed in that two hours though. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I never was I during it. Uh, I don't think I was messing around on my phone. Like I, 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 right when I was about ready to, that's when things started to pick up. I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. So, that's a that's a kind of a win. I wasn't futzing around on my phone. <laughs> are we are we just like the worst oh. podcast reviewers oh. ever? It could yeah. be it's all like, well, this is how much gaming I got done while watching this movie and <laughs> let me tell you what it's about. Oh wait, I I barely could pay attention to it, so yeah. I don't know. Enjoy. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> judging it by hey, I wasn't on my phone, I guess. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's move this shit show to the next round. Uh, coming your way. Oh, what do we got here? The doll. Eerie things begin to happen after a man gives his wife a doll, unaware it once belonged to a girl who was murdered. I know you love possessed doll movies, so here you go. The first of the doll films. And, uh, Doll 2 is on Netflix, too, so if you like this one, 106 minutes. <sighs> oh, Doll 2 is 116, so. Oh, for Pete's sakes. I thought about just throwing both of them on there and see if... <laughs> See if, oh, see if I would, like, just watch both of them. Yeah, why not? Get it done. Uh, 
Uh, Revenger from 2018. Hellbent on avenging the murder of his family. A former detective infiltrates a remote island that serves as a prison for vicious death row criminals. 101 minutes. This looked pretty sweet. This is, uh, I think this is an Asian film. Uh, this is kung fu ass kicking. Hell yeah. And your safe pick is Sad Hill Unearthed, as we've talked about many times before. Okay. But I figured, I figured those, I mean, foreign film, because, you know, we are stingy on the subtitles sometimes and when it comes to the roulette. Yeah. And a God only knows horror film. I figured I'd give you one solid pick in there. And Sad Hill, how long is that? That's uh, 83 minutes, so you're covered. Yep. Good. Okay. For you, uh, up first is Fire, spelled F-Y-R-E. This is a documentary. Oh, Fire. I guess I should finish the title. Fire, The Greatest Party That Never Happened. This is a documentary about the infamous unraveling of the Fire Music Festival. I really don't like that they spell it F-Y-R-E. That's... That's stupid! But the movie might be good! It's hip, dude. It's hip. Yeah, exactly. It's hip. Um, okay, next up is Close. Uh, this, I actually just kind of stumbled a, I uh, like, oh, what's, what's new on Netflix? I'm like, Close is. Let's, uh, this is hour and 34 minutes, starring Numi Rapace, a bodyguard and counterterrorism expert, Sam takes a job protecting Zoe, a rich young heiress. Neither party is keen on the arrangement until a violent kidnap forces them to go on the run. Vicky Jusen directed that, and uh, she's also done, well, probably nothing that we've ever seen, Born of War and Lady Godiva. So there you go. Hmm. And uh, last, this to me would be your probably safe pick because, man, it looks really, really cool. I figured that one of us would have this on the roulette this week, but uh, 10, Last on Earth. Uh, and... Is it 10? I thought it was I.O. Oh, is it I.O.? <laughs> I, I think it is, but I could see a... Oh, no, that's what I, I... I typed in 10. That's, that's again, that's where we're at with this podcast. It's, well, it's... It, it was a weird font. It is, it's I.O. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Uh, this is for a new uh, Netflix movie, hour and 36 minutes, adventure drama romance. As a young scientist searches for a way to save a dying Earth, she finds a connection with a man who's racing to catch the last shuttle off the planet. Looks like a pretty nice-sized budget. Um, the director also, well, yeah, a bunch of short films and then a movie called House of Time, so I'm not sure what that is. But uh, I thought the trailer looked really, really good for that one. So there you go. Uh, the trailer did look good for that one, and if you hadn't thrown Close and Io on there, they were, they were both coming back your way, because I had watched those trailers a while ago. Uh, I'm going to take Close, just because I'll watch anything with Numi Rapace in it. That trailer looked good. This Io, I, I keep throwing it up there, because I'll definitely pick it at some point, but I'm not ready for another post-apocalyptic. That trailer, I was like, eh... Earth is dying again. Yeah, yeah. We gotta find a way to get to the... the boy, that last post-apocalyptic movie really put me off, man. <laughs> that one with... Was it Forrest Whitaker? And yeah. She it. Yeah. And oh, but it's science fiction, and I'll, so I'll watch the damn thing, just the way you do with your stupid horror movies. Okay, what do you yes, want? Yes, sir, I will take Revenger. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I like that premise. I'm like, oh, the island shit. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, I think it's because I'm going off of the high of uh, The Night Comes for Us, which was a really, really good movie. So I, I'm in the mood for uh, some more Asian ass kickery. Yeah, I did watch that one. Sorry. Yes. There were a slew of titles last year 
that were I'm get, get mixed in my head. The, the night comes for us, and there was another one with the night in the title with uh, where they're in the woods, and I never uh, oh it comes yeah, yeah, the yeah. night or something. What was that? It, it comes at night. There you go. Can't imagine how I got those mixed up. Okay, yeah. next episode on the roulette, it will be close up against Revenger. <laughs> Yeah, I that like the name title that, too. Yeah, that title is. I, I it actually sounds a bit like the uh, Returners. No, I was going to say the no. The, the plot line sounds a bit like uh, like the, the Stone Cold Steve Austin movie. He's a badass on an island. Mm. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? Oh, I watched it there. I remember when uh, when I got the Blu-ray way back in the day, and I this movie's awesome. And then you were like, no, no, it's not. And then I watched it again. I'm like, no, it's not. You're right. Sold. <laughs> I don't think you ever told me that. Oh, yeah, I sold it. I'm like, what was I thinking? I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I don't even want this in my collection. Sold. But the first time, I'm like, four stars. So that just, <laughs> listeners, take that with a grain of salt with our reviews is Eugene goes from four stars to one real fast. Oh, and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into more of that on the recently watched. Today. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, okay. For our next segment, uh, we had talked about it a while ago, but we wanted to do another... Like we did our top 100, where we did a different, or we had a themed segment every month for the year, and we wanted to set something up like that <clears throat> for this year. So what we came down to is doing our top 10 every month, a different top 10 in a different genre. But we don't want to do just, like, sci-fi movies, because our lists will be very close together, and it'll be the same movies that everybody's always talking about. So I said, let's sit down and come up with a weird sub-genre category every month and just do that. And this month we came up with alien invasion movies. Now this is where where this is going to be fun is figuring out what rules you came up with in your head versus what rules I came up with in my head. Because the way I put this list together, well, I guess I get to go first, and we'll do honorable mentions afterwards. But okay. let's just do our top ten first. Uh, my rules for this, as I was putting my top 10 together, I, I was like, wow, but this movie's better than that movie and that movie's better than this movie, but this is more of an alien invasion specific movie. Um, so if the way that I graded mine is the, the more of an alien invasion theme, you win, you're close, you're higher to the top. So it's not necessarily the movie that I think is the best at the top. It's just... For example, number 10 for me, I have The Abyss. We've talked about it many times on the show. We adore The Abyss. I love this movie. But the reason I bumped it, I, it all the way down to number 10 is because it's not so much like an invasion as it is first contact. And they're waiting for the right time to make the introduction. But they did come to our planet and they, uh, you know, without announcing themselves. So they, it kind of fits the bill for me. Uh, number 10 for you. Uh, number 10 for me is... Hold on here. Uh, I'm just... I'm, I I noticed on my list, I'm like, oh... I, I literally have 20 movies, by the way, so I'm just... <laughs> my honorable mentions are going to be 10. I, did I do too, at least. Uh, number 10 for me is Quatermass and The Pit. This is one where I don't believe you've seen this one yet. This is uh, a Hammer movie. And it is one of my favorite Hammer movies, and it actually it goes by. It also goes by five million years to Earth. Uh, this is um, wait. I want to make sure. Wait, oh shit! Did I click on the wrong one? Damn it! It it, it is Quatermass in the Pit. Uh, yeah, I but, saw this pop up on other people's lists online when I was doing research. I've not uh, seen it. 
Okay, it's basically they this uh, this scientist guy and military people find this this ship underneath the uh, in, in subway system in the UK, and uh, it's great. It's it's awesome. It's very. It has hints of, uh, or actually Ridley Scott's Prometheus, I believe, has hints of this in it. And I just think, I think it's great. It's very of its time, but in a very cool sci-fi way. And it's, yeah, this classifies as Alien Invasion to me. Uh, Okay, I'll have to take your word on that one. But I did see it pop up uh, from other people. Uh, Number nine for me is They Live. And one of the reasons I knock this one so far down because we I love this movie you know I love this movie mm-hmm. uh, but this was more like an infiltration than an invasion it still kind of counts but that you know they snuck their way in and it was too late by the time it was all, all said and done you know well we don't know we don't that was another reason I bumped it down we don't know the final outcome did it burst into aliens versus people at war or were we enslaved or we don't know it just was over uh, at first contact well what we perceived first contact, anyway. Uh, number nine for you. Okay, number nine for me is Toby Hooper's Life Force. I love, 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 love this movie. It's basically space vampires that are taking over Britain, I think, or whatever. And uh, Picard's in it, so that's cool. And they suck each other's life force out. And there's the hot naked lady girl walking around naked and sucking life force. It's great. It's Toby Hooper at his... Nearly best, I think. I, I know that you're not as huge of a fan of this movie, but man, did I dig this movie. <laughs> That's okay. I assumed you'd put it on there. Number eight for me might be... Uh, I've got a couple of picks that might be controversial, but number eight for me... <laughs> I saw this in the theater with you, sir. Dark City. And I am counting this as Alien hmm. Invasion. Really? Uh... <laughs> well, hear me out, hear me out. Let me make my argument. Uh, it is aliens. They came and took a city of humans to learn how to use our bodies as hosts with the intention of eventually going back and taking over the whole planet. But first they got to perfect this uh, host thing so that they can survive. You know what I mean? That's what they were doing in dark city. I don't know if you've seen it in a while. I haven't. It's been years. Well, it was literally aliens inside of the bad. I mean, they look like humans, but those were old human hosts and, they were trying to perfect this emotional state or whatever of other people so that they could survive forever in us. With the intention, as I understood it, of going back and taking over the Earth. But they were not strong enough to do so at this current time because, uh, yeah, they haven't, hadn't figured us out yet. So, eh, yeah. whatever. I can put whatever I want on this list. I'm sure yeah. I'll have some that I'll disagree with. But I, I thought Dark City could make the cut because of that. Yeah, that... Um... That's reaching a little bit. Uh, hey, my next one is Friday the 13th Part 3. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, no, actually, this one here will be my a bit more maybe controversial one just because it's a short film that is on uh, a collection of other movies that have nothing to do with aliens, and that is VHS 2 segment Slumber Party Alien Abduction. And uh, I I love all of the short films on VHS Part 2. This is the last one, and it is crazy. It's only 10 minutes long. So it, it, it's, honestly, that's, it's not really, a, you know, it's, what am I trying to say? It's not really a movie, but it is a movie, and then a short film. Uh, it works. It's, <laughs> no, that's totally fine. You can have a short film. I don't care. Uh, it's great. It's, it's just when you're starting to get annoyed by these obnoxious, 
teens, the aliens show up and it's all found footagey stuff and it's it's scary and creepy and fast paced and I I love it. Uh, as much as I love Safe Haven on VHS two, it's like that's like the big that's the motherload of that movie. But then after that, you think, well, what what could possibly top this? And this doesn't top that, but it's a, at least it's. A good way to wind things down on VHS too is this crazy alien abduction thing, and it's you know alien abduction, alien invasion. There you go. Nice. Now my next three. <clears throat> I love these movies, but I bumped them down a little bit because, again, I get stuck on that word invasion. I feel like I don't know if these were invasions so much as just aliens trying to survive which is less of an invasion and more just a, you know, survival thing. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. With in, yeah. The idea behind invasion being the goal is to take over all of Earth. Uh, but number seven, I have Under the Skin. And the reason I put, put it down a little bit is because do we ever really, really know their intentions? I haven't watched it in a while, but it was just aliens trying to figure us out again, trying to live in our skin or, you know figure out what makes us tick and, and set up shop. And it could almost be a prequel to they live. <laughs> Number seven for you. Seven for me is invasion of the body snatchers. And this is the seventies one with Leonard Nimoy. 78, 78. I've actually come around on this movie. The I've seen it a couple times. And the last time was the, I think probably my favorite viewing of this movie. Wait, come around on it. You didn't like this movie. Yeah. I've always, yeah, here, here's the thing. I've always liked the movie. But the last time I watched it, it really, for some reason, got to me. Like, the, the score was very creepy and off-putting. And I keep forgetting that this movie's PG, but it's not PG. Like, it was rated that, but man, this is very R-rated stuff to me. It's just unsettling and kind of gory here and there. And I loved it. I To me, this is a great alien invasion movie. It's on a, I don't want to say it's on a small scale because it's not, but it's not a big slam-bam action-y thing it's just this cerebral quiet parasite type thing taking over the earth quietly and i've never seen the original so i don't I, i'm not sure how that one compares but man this is a classic i'm not sure if i've seen the original or not i kind of feel like i saw parts of it but i don't think i've seen the whole thing i mean that ending i mean donald sutherland ending with the whatever he does it was great it's fantastic oh you don't have to upsell me on it i just i, had, I was gonna have questions if you didn't like it at one point yeah uh number six for me is annihilation uh oh, and damn it did not get nominated for any oscars go fuck yourself academy uh this was my so i mean granted i haven't seen a lot of movies uh from <clears throat> last year but that's mine probably my number one from 2018 and the reason i bumped this one down a little bit further is because is it an invasion? I mean, they're, they're kind of coming and changing our DNA. I assume they're terra. My assumption was they're terraforming the earth for their imminent arrival so that the earth can sustain them. Or that's what they were trying to do. Or maybe they, maybe they did succeed because they changed. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of questions, but not a direct invasion. I'll concede that, but I think it's the start of one. Number six. Yeah, you, I totally overlooked Annihilation. That sucks. Um, cause I, at this point, there's none, I, I'm not taking any off my list, so it is what it is. But that would have made my top 10. Uh, next up for me is Under the Skin. And, and I didn't rate these, uh, I rated these more on my enjoyment level or just how You can important. make your list any way you yeah. want, sir. 
So, Under the Skin, it was my favorite movie of, what was it, 2015? I'm not, whatever year that came out. I adore this movie. And this is, an, again, another example of maybe a quieter invasion type movie. But even like you said, it's like, it's more like they're studying us and we're like, we're puny ants and they're like, what are these worthless little thingies living on this planet? Let's have Scarlett Johansson walk out into black liquid and make people, naked men, shrink to nothing and explode inward or something. I loved it. Same thing happened to the male audience members, in my opinion. (laughs) 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 Uh, I I, The other day, I was like, damn, I need to rewatch that movie. And the first thing that flashed in my head was, well, all the things you mentioned. And and then it was the beach scene. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good for a little bit. I'm good. Ugh. That scene is so hard to watch. Oh man! I, no, see now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be all sad now. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll cheer I, you up with, with my next one. How about okay. that? Okay, number five, I have the thing, mm. and the reason I knocked this one down a little bit, it's, I'm knocking them all down a little bit. That stupid thing that I'm saying, but I love all of these movies so much. Uh, but the thing is, it an invasion? Because I got the impression that it was an alien trying to live, trying to escape from wherever it was at, crashes in Antarctica, goes through the Swedish people or whatever, and then the Americans, and then in what, I mean, as far as we assume, gets frozen again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it, if it didn't get killed. So it was, it was more of a survival than an invasion, in my opinion. But still, fantastic movie. Number five for you. Five for me is Cloverfield. This is the original Cloverfield the, with the found footage stuff. I love this movie. It still holds up great. Uh, it is, to me, this is an, an alien invasion movie. You even see a little shot of the alien dropping into the water in the very end. So it's an alien and it's invading us and destroying cities and little tiny lice maggoty alien things are falling off its body and ripping shit. I loved it. It's great. <laughs> Still one of the best sounding, the the, uh, the scene in that movie where it's the first onslaught of like army tanks and whatever shooting the shit out of this thing and they're trying to cross the street is, it's still one of my favorite action scenes to watch like on a home theater setup because it's so loud with the, the yelling and the tanks going off and the creature roaring. It's so great. I have to watch it again. It's, it's awesome. Man, I haven't seen it in a long damn time. I, I just remember it. It's almost made me sick because it was so shaky. Yeah. Uh, Okay, now, for four through one, now, these are the ones that I felt fit the description the best of Alien Invasion. So, here we go. Number four, War of the Worlds. This is the 2005 version. I know that a lot of people hate this movie. I've seen the original. I own the original. And it's okay, but it's a product of its time, and Mm -hmm. so the pacing is really slow and... I really like the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. Uh, it's got a couple of scenes that I don't feel work the greatest, but they do bring some tension, and they are very similar to things that happened in the original film, so i got to just let that go. And same with, was it, Dakota Fanning screaming her bloody head off all the time. Gets a little grating. And uh, Dragon Ball Evolution Kids. Man. Uh, yeah, maybe a couple more years in acting school or something. I don't know. I, yeah. Dad, let me go. I have to see that. I have to. Let me go. I, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that was a, a fault of the script. Like, it sh- that shouldn't have been that. The character shouldn't have been like that, I, in my opinion. I yeah, get he, it. It's He was an annoying teenager, but guess what? We go to the theater to escape real things. That's why we watch spaceships come down and blow shit up. 
So there you go. War of the Worlds. And I, I, I alien invasion because they actually were succeeding in, in taking over the world and just killing everybody. Yeah. Number four. Okay, number four for me is Predator from 1987. Uh, get to the chopper. I don't know what the... It's awesome. It's Everything about Predator is awesome. And it's an alien that comes down to hunt for sport. Now, is it an invasion movie? I guess if you look at, like, they continually do it. I guess they're not... Oh, shit. I guess they're not trying to take over the world, are they? No, this is why Predator didn't make my list. I love the movie. I adore it, but... Uh, they they come down to hunt with the intention of leaving. Yeah. So I, but you can put on whatever you want. I don't yeah. Push. I for me, it's like, well, it's an alien that comes down to kill humans. So boom, you're on the list, and you're number four. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, number three for me is Edge of Tomorrow, and the reason that this fell to number three is because I felt the time travel aspect of it was as big a part of the story or the the plot as the alien invasion was. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The looping. I mean, don't get me wrong, the alien invasion obviously was the biggest part of it, but I feel like it was more focused on the time travel to get back around to stop it. I don't know. It, whatever. It's an alien invasion movie, and they were invading the shit out of us, and we we have a Tom Cruise, so go fuck yourself. Yep. Okay, number, number three for me, War of the Worlds. Uh, this is, I echo everything you said. This is the Tom Cruise one. Uh, for the most part, everything works, although the more I watch it, the more I dislike his kids. I want to slap that kid right in the face when he throws the baseball through Tom Cruise's window. I'm like, you little fucker. <laughs> uh, and just, just, just emo-y little just punk. I'm like, shake the shit out of you. Anyway. <laughs> and then Dakota Fanning screaming. What's, what's funny is like when she's doing her meltdown in the car, uh, she's annoying, but that whole scene is so brilliant with how Spielberg is like moving the camera in and out of the vehicle as they're yep. flying down the highway. I loved it, but I'm like, someone please slap her too. And I don't abuse kids, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> Movie kids, please slap them. Yes. Uh, but the special effects still hold up. I love the big or whatever it does and then spits out blood. The, oh, it's great. Yep. Good movie. Great movie. Number two for me is Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978. Mm. Uh, yeah, this movie rules. This is a damn good movie. I've always really liked this movie. It The tension just builds and builds and builds until... Kind of like um, that movie uh, Insomnia. Mm, yes. Where it, by the time you get to the end, you're so tired. Because, you know, sleep is an aspect of that movie. You have to stay awake or they'll get you. And then when you get to the end, it's like, oh, we're screwed. And it's one of the greatest kind of, almost, I am your father, Darth Vader kind of thing. Like, if you go in knowing that's going to happen, that's a big spoiler. But if you don't know, and then that scene happens, holy shit. I mean, it is, I mean, the feeling hits me every time I watch it. I'm screwed. We're so screwed. <laughs> and... It gets the number two spot because it looks like, or at least they were presenting the perception that they won and it mm -hmm. is over, but it was only the beginning of it being over. So that's why it didn't make my number one spot. Number two for you. Number two for me is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, I knew that was coming. From the Chiota Brothers. I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
Everything about it's awesome. The special effects are awesome. The acting is hilariously awesome. Uh, in space, no one can eat ice cream or whatever the tagline is awesome. I love it. I love it. It's great. And everybody should watch it. And there are clowns from outer space that invade Earth. I wish they would have won. <laughs> what was their goal in the movie? I, I just, watched it in a while. They, they oh, were... their, their goal was to kidnap, or kidnap, but to basically harvest people and put them in cotton candy cocoons to eat. To Basically, they, it turns them into food, to like protein or whatever, and then they okay. eat them. And that was pretty much their goal. And all right, all right. Man, I enough. wish they would have succeeded because... The world would be a better place now if clowns would... Yeah, actually, clowns do run this... Run yeah. at least the country right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> John Vernon's in it, by the way. He's great. But Oh, and also the, Dick, the, the Dickies have the uh, have the theme song, and I... Oh, I just... I just love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> uh, okay, number one for me is... Uh, the, some people aren't going to like this. A lot of people don't like the movie. I really like the movie. Is it the best movie on my list? Not at all. If, if, if I was going to put it in order of what are my favorite movies, it'd probably be like 8, 9, 10. But I had to give it the top marks. And spoiler alert for Oblivion. If you haven't seen Oblivion with Tom Cruise, spoiler alert. They won. The, the alien invasion happened past tense. I mean, the movie sets itself up as um, we're, we're trying to heal the Earth because we survived an alien invasion Eh, wrong. Uh, we lost the alien invasion, and we are now working for them. And that is why it gets my number one for alien invasion mm. movies because they succeeded. They they invaded and kicked our ass and yep, water harvesting or something. And Morgan Freeman. So good choice. Uh, really good movie. I really I really do enjoy the shit out of that movie. And Joe Kaczynski is what three for three right now with me. Mm. I've I've liked every movie he's made. What's Good he doing choice. now? I gotta go look that up. Isn't go ahead with your... Man, I, I, I just... I still wish that him or someone would do Black Hole remake or reboot or sequel or whatever. It, I, it, it could still happen. I think it's still on his list of things to do. Okay, number one for me is John Carpenter's The Thing. This is easy. I mean, I literally, like, immediately that was number one, and then I just worked my way down from there, I guess. Um, oh, duh. He's doing Top Gun Maverick. That's what he's oh, doing right now. which is... Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, we've talked about the thing in so much detail through the years on this show that what else is there to say? I, I, this is an alien invasion movie to me. Uh, the goal of this creature is to take over the Earl. The, the goal of this creature is to take over the world, not the Earl. I'm sure it does take, I'm sure that eventually it does take over Earl or Earls. Uh, Multiple but, Earls. <laughs> I like how you correct yourself, and then you make it funny. Well, now it's staying in. Uh, uh, War of the so, Earls. Okay. Okay. Well, I wanna, we've talked about it to death, but I want to ask you a couple questions about that, because I knew that this had to be like in your top three. Yeah. Uh, so, let's not consider the prequel for a moment. Mm-hmm. Let's delete that from the canon. Do you, so you think the alien came there in his ship? Because that beginning, that they got that real Millennium Falcon-looking ship yeah. in the ice. Do you, so you think that was his ship? Because I always kind of thought maybe this was a, a infestation thing, and he mm. crashed there on somebody else's ship, and it was just trying to go from there. But I will totally... I mean, you've watched the prequel more than me. I've watched it twice. I can't remember a 
barely anything about that movie. You know, I had actually uh, read somewhere that it, towards the end of the the prequel one that they did, there's when they're actually in the ship, there's um oh, it's almost like an eight bit graphics type thing. Yeah. Okay, did you read about this? That that was actually originally supposed to be a dead creature that basically the thing had killed and it was that was the creature that was the creature's ship and this other parasitic thing took over the ship killed that thing and they crashed so that's yeah. i think why that's why did pretty they replace cool. oh they fucked up that movie oh so they totally bad. oh they totally did it's still watchable but every t- it's a such a missed opportunity yeah, of practical effects, uh, overlayered with CGI. It's so dumb. I know, I know. And and why this eight bit blocky thing? I I remember that from I the know. end, but I never remember what the hell it meant. But, but that would have been so cool to see this weird creature hanging there. It's like, oh, that was the original pilot of this ship, and it was killed by this thing. But hey, I guess, I guess, that, I guess that probably still wouldn't have made sense though, because the thing consumes its host. It uh-huh. wouldn't have just like exited the body of the. Of, uh, unless maybe, see now they could have had a better en- ending to that movie if it tried to get into this alien host and it the alien host was able to reject it somehow, but then, still it, yeah it still died from it but it was yeah. still there and that would have been the key to defeating the thing. Oof. That would have been a better ending. That would have been great and that would have set itself up for what takes place after the Carpenter version then. But yeah. nope. Oh well, <laughs> I still think the Childs was. Uh, was the thing. Really? I I think so, and I... I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they killed it. I just... Why would either of them hesitate? When you, you've taken out everybody, and you're down to one, and neither of them have any weapons. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just... Now, I've never... Well, wait. I did play the the Xbox game, or they... Was it the Xbox game? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was on Xbox and PS2... Yeah, or I played PS1. A bit, Archie it, it, played it. I played. I watched him play it a bunch. Isn't that what takes place right after Carpenter's thing? I can't remember. It's been too long. I think you're right, though, because most of the place was burned down, wasn't it? You're trying to get out of mm-hmm. the cold all the time. Yeah. Ah, that game sucked. Oh, did it really? <laughs> I, I remember I played it just for a little bit, and I'm like, well, this is too hard. I have no idea what I'm doing, and the controls are wonky, so done. Uh, the movie is great. I, the best, I really like that comic book. I, I think I gave it to you, didn't I? Like, dumb schmuck that I am. Uh, uh, that was like a follow-up to the thing movie. You had a comic book where he wakes up oh, in a hospital? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I had the thing, yes. Yep. I really liked that issue. I gotta try and track that down somewhere. Yeah. It was so bad they'd make another one of these. Even though the prequel was whatever, I would welcome a sequel to Carpenter's The Thing. What would you do in that sequel? And I think it would be cool if they would just pick up right, like, set it in 1982 and have a team show up and maybe take the both of the frozen bodies of Kurt Russell and, uh, I forget what his name is, Child's character, and they would basically, yeah, unthaw them and they would mush together into the thing and start killing people and assimilating and all that great stuff. <laughs> the end. And then maybe start taking over the world. I would like it if they would go... And the rescue team would, kind of like that comic book, it would thaw out Kurt Russell's character, and he'd be like, where's Childs? And they'd be like, huh? Mm. Like, we gotta find this other body somewhere out in the Arctic. Like, it went out there to freeze again until somebody came and get it. they wake it up. But set it in the snow somehow, and it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. I don't know. That's kind of problematic. You don't want to repeat 
and just make a complete clone of that movie either. That would be like the Thing prequel. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I think we both made fun lists. Yeah. What about the honorable mentions? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, okay, I'll go first. I I had narrowed my list down to 12, but then I'll, you know, so my first two honorable mentions were Predator, and then second was Outlander. I tried so damn hard to get Outlander on the list, and I just couldn't do it, because it was just one alien that came down... Uh, uh, oh, that's, that's Jesus. Jesus guy taking okay. Jesus yeah. fights aliens with Vikings. Yes, good movie. Yeah. Man, I forgot about that one. Oh, damn good movie. But yeah, he comes down to Earth, and so he's kind of an alien. Uh, Jesus Caviezel. And then yeah. so is... <laughs> uh, he brings this other alien monster thing with him, and then it turns into, like, what? I don't know, the Vikings times. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into this whole hunt down and kill the... It's kind of a predator thing. But again, was the alien invading? And I was like, eh, that's why those two had to fall down to the bottom. And then after that, I got Signs, Battle LA, Puppet Masters, Bad Taste, District 9, Killer Clowns, Independence Day, Avengers, and Transformers. Uh, Oh, man, uh, you have so many good ones there that I forgot. Right. Battle LA gets such a bad rap. I think that movie has less shaky cam than Cloverfield, and it kind of works for me. I'm okay with that. Puppet Masters damn near made the list because that was a full-on invasion. That, yeah. Again, Donald Sutherland, I think. Yeah. Good I movie. like that movie. I, it's kind of dated, too. but I really like that movie. Bad Taste is the shit, of course. District 9, again, were they invading? They they came here because their planet was dying, and then they were just kind of cordoned off in South America. That was more of a alien rescue than an invasion, you know? Yeah. Uh, Independence Day... Nah, yeah, you gotta, I... but you gotta give that credit. That there are aliens invading the hell out of Earth in that movie and blowing the shit out of us. So it, it, and that movie was huge when it came out. You gotta give respect. We, I loved that movie when it came Me out. Me too. It's just repeat viewings. It really started showing its cracks. And uh, Avengers is kind of a reach, but there are aliens at the end invading, and Transformers is an alien invasion. That's a, that's aliens coming to Earth. You're right, yeah. So, but I was like, ah, that's kind of weird. That's because that's not the spirit of what we're looking for. I don't think so. Yeah. Honorable mention for you. Okay, I've got a bunch. First up, Invaders from Mars. Toby Hooper, Karen Black's in it. It's weird, and it has little, I don't know. Raisin, giant, giant brains. Yeah, things. brains and like raisin-looking creatures or whatever. And it's it's. I love the ending. The they go for a downbeat ending that was really really cool. I liked that. And other than the very ending, uh, the mist would be another one that I would consider to be an alien invasion. Although it's, well, yeah, that's an alien invasion. They're aliens. They're from uh, another interdimensional beings, I guess. But yeah. you can you know I mean that could be another planet. Uh, but I. Because I dislike the ending so much on that one, it just hmm, yeah, it leaves a bad taste in my brains going out the back of my head like the other people in the car. Um, <laughs> You'll come around on that movie one day. Uh, <laughs> Mars Attacks. Uh, this is the Tim Burton weird movie, and I I almost didn't even put this on honorable mentions, but I'm like, ah, cows running down the road on fire. I'm like, that should make some sort of list, so there you go. Uh, I they, considered it, but I've seen it like twice. And once, yeah. I think, was in the theater with you? Oh, probably. It's yeah. it's amusing. I liked it. It's kind of funny. Ack, ack, ack. Yeah, ha, ha. It, it's... Uh, they live... Uh, you know, I I really like that movie. How did movie. that not make your list? I know. Well, I like 
I like it, but maybe I've, I've seen it too much to where I'm like, oh, I've seen that movie so many times, and I'm like, like the list that I came up with, I would watch those way more than they live. So it does suffer a little bit from taking a long time to get going, or to uh, get it to takes it. a long time. I mean, yeah, he kicks ass and chews bubble gum or whatever, and then they have the street fight where they keep just pounding the shit out of each other. But it's slow going for a while. It's still a good movie. Yeah. Uh, next up is Slither. I thought that was a really, really good movie. That's James Gunn. It's James Gunn uh, pre-Guardians of the Galaxy, but still very trauma-esque. That very much feels like a big-budget trauma movie. And it works for me, and I like uh, Nathan Fillion. He's great in it. And yeah, it's gross and creepy. Uh, next up is AVP Requiem. That is an alien invasion movie, because uh, aliens and predators are on Earth, and they're killing a bunch of people, and the end but, game did, but but was their goal to take over Earth because they they got some aliens dropped down there and a predator came to clean up the aliens so that they don't kill us. Hmm. Yeah, but the aliens are there, so they want to do something. Yeah, but not of. Uh, but that's because the ship crashed. Oh uh, yeah. Well, they're aliens on Earth, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the aliens are the invading force there. Yeah. I'll give you that all day long. But yeah. the predators almost come to rescue us yeah. from them because Which they so, do so in the they, first. Well, but so they can harvest us more later in life. They, yes, they want to yes. keep us going. They don't want us to wipe, get wiped out. Yeah. Which, you know, good good on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blob. This was a 1988 Chuck Russell movie. Another one I'm surprised wasn't in your top ten. I love that movie. Oh, it's so good. I, it, it was so hard to come up with a top ten list because so many of these are like, oh, The Blob is great. And there's other ones that I'm like, that, that should be in my top ten, but I just, I ran out of room. So, yeah, The Blob is awesome. That movie theater scene is so great when The Blob is on top of the the, the wall and everybody's watching a slasher movie and The Blob eats them all. And next up, Night of the Creeps. Slugs that attack Earth and want to take over. Good news, bad news. If prom dates are here, bad news, they're dead, whatever. It's great. I love it. You like that movie, right? Night of the Creeps. I only watched it once and that was like a year or two ago on Horrorthon. Good movie. I, I yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I only watched it once. It yeah. I mean, I remember something about a prom or something. Yep. Yeah. Tom Atkins. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yep. Oh, I think the last. Or no, I watched it here. Ah, oh, shit. I've watched it a couple times bef- uh, since I've moved back from Florida. But I do remember that the night that my wife went into labor with Hudson, I think I was watching Night of the Creeps. There you go. Oh, that's that's, that's yeah. Problematic. A couple, a couple hours later, Hudson was born. <laughs> They're like, I'll be up in a minute, honey. <laughs> Hold on. I'm watching Night of the Creeps for the 17th time. Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. Yep. Uh, next up is Dark Skies. I believe that I liked this one a lot more than you did, but the aliens are scary in it. It's creepy. Is this Mila Jovovich? No, this is Carrie Russell. Oh, is... yeah, I liked it, but I only watched it once. I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember disliking it. Yeah, my, my main thing with that movie is that Carrie Russell is like everything in that movie points to she's right and her uh, dumbass husband never believes her. No, there is no such thing as aliens. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, yes, there is. In your little movie world here, yes, there is. And, yeah, I hate that where people have to spend half the movie convincing other people of. You know, yeah, and I that was you. that movie. But man, once the aliens finally show up, it was scary shit. Yeah. Uh, Critters is an honorable mention. It's, it's Critters. I like it. It's kind of a Gremlins knockoff, but it's fun. It's. Yep, works for me. And the last one, this one, I so wanted to find a spot for this in the top ten. Uh, the Watch. Have you ever watched The Watch? 
No, what is that? This is from 2012 with Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, Jonah Hill. Uh, it's it's so funny. They were in a and department store. Yes, I love this movie. No, I haven't seen this. No, it's hilarious. oh, it's got Richard Aoti in it too. Oh, it's got to be funny. Yeah, he's the guy from that uh, British show. Right? Yeah, the IT yeah. crowd. It. Uh, it's weird because I think at first they it was a PG-13 movie and then they made it into an R-rated movie, which I'm glad they did because it has a little bit of raunchy humor and then they even make it kind of gory. And it, I love this movie. And I remember this was one I saw in Florida for the first time and I watched it on my birthday and I remember I was pissed off when I watched it because, uh, you know, kids were so young that we couldn't get a babysitter or whatever. And I'm like, on my fucking birthday, I gotta go watch, I gotta go watch the watch by myself. And I was pissed off and... Then I watched it in an empty theater by myself, and I'm like, wait, this is wonderful. <laughs> so, yep. So anyway, it's got a special place in my heart. I understand. With those those solo theater trips, they tend to stand out more, because it's more often that you go see them with people, and that's yeah. why I don't remember those as often. We're playing theater ticket lottery, which we'll never play again, but uh, <laughs> when we do play it... You know, you're always like, I went and saw this with so-and-so and so-and-so. I can I, I can scarcely remember unless something really fucked up happened. Or yeah. I saw it by myself. Like, uh, wow, what was it? My wife went to Chicago to uh, visit one of her high school friends for the weekend. And <clears throat> I had to go pick her up in Cleveland. So I went up a few hours earlier just to, why not? And I was like, I'll go watch a movie. What's playing? I don't really want to see that. Don't really want to see that. Oh, I like this guy's other movies. I guess I'll check out Scott Pilgrim versus the world, <sighs> even though it's bombing and terrible reviews and whatnot. And I went and saw that by myself in a huge theater. And there was like four other people, maybe four other single dudes who all spread out. We were all like in the same, like four back rows, but we all spread out from each other. I was like, all right, all right, my people, this yeah. is my people right here. <laughs> and about halfway through that movie, we were laughing so hard that we were, it, it started to become, we were watching the movie together. Oh, that's awesome. Like, like we were looking at each other like, can you believe this shit? Like, this is awesome. And yeah, that movie ruled. <laughs> but that was, I mean, I, I left that theater and we were, I mean, it was weird. We like left the theater. None of us knew each other. And we were all kind of just nodding and smiling after we left. Like, yeah, yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> was great. And uh, watched it by myself. And I was like, I can't believe this movie is not blowing up. Uh, still my favorite movie from that year. I, isn't that great though? How, like you, like you said, how there's, there's certain moments that you do, you end up watching a movie by yourself and everything just the planets align. And that's how what happened with the watch is I was, I remember I was upset. I'm like, I, was hoping for a date night with my wife because I'm, you know, it's my birthday and, but nope, I, you know, we got kids. And <laughs> <laughs> You're a and great then, dad. We got oh, kids and I'm yeah, smack that bitch. <laughs> oh, I know. Just a wonderful upstanding citizen here. And then, <laughs> then I, you know, just everything worked out great because the movie was so good. And I remember, I think I, I snuck in a bunch of food because I'm like, yeah, I'll sneak in whatever the fuck I want. And then I was by myself in the theater. I'm like, this is just perfect. It was great. <laughs> the podcast is our venting, people. This is how we get it out. Yeah. We, we bottle the shit in all week. <laughs> <laughs> or all, all, all of our lives. Yeah, some some of the things, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know where to go from that. I, that's I, it. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm spent. Oh, <laughs> we still have a whole other section to go, sir. I know. <sighs> Recently watched. I, should I go check on my dog yet? I mean, it's like 20 degrees out. 
Still not working. Ah, eh, let me go. Let me go get the dog in. I'll, okay. I'll try at least. If she runs okay. away from me, then well, she can just sit out there and fucking freeze. Okay. Should I review something real quick? I feel like I should, but a lot of my movies have pretty decent reviews, and I don't. Uh, I kind of when he's gone, that's when I like to review garbage real quick. And I'm just looking here, and I'm like, ah, all this is good stuff. I should. Now he's back. Well, shit. Never mind. Just complete snowbeard. That's one oh, of the really? things that's funny about this big, dumb dog, is she has a really long snout. Like, long, like hilarious. It, it looks hilarious. So every time you walk by her, you just have to, like, grab it and pet it. And <laughs> But she goes outside and plays in the snow, and she digs, and she, you walk outside and you go, Demi! And she looks up, and you know how black she is. Yeah. But that face is all white. It's just completely packed full of snow, that whole long snout. <laughs> And so she let her in the house, and she runs around, and snow flies all over the place. And <laughs> so the dog's back inside. Yes, she came running. She was ready to come in. Well, I mean, she's still out there playing, but yeah, she came running in. So whatever. Uh, my brother-in-law is still going to come pick up kid at some point. So yeah, actually, it's been really quiet on on your front. With- I sent them upstairs. Okay. Uh, my wife has to work, or is at work right now, so I can send them upstairs and. Uh, Addie's not here because she's got ski club, so they can go play with, uh, the niece. She entertains them. Does a very good job. I love it when she's here. Excellent. Do, 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 do. Oh, I gotta go first on this shit. Okay, recently watched. Let's see. Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. Uh, now, I've talked about it before on this show many times about Kingsman Part 1 and how I really liked the vast majority of it up until that very end with that butt sex joke. I thought that was just so out of context and weird mm-hmm. and didn't fit with the rest of the movie. It wasn't a deal killer. I still enjoyed the movie. I just thought that one joke didn't float or work or whatever you want to say. And I know like people were offended by it and it was a big controversy or some shit. I was like, dude, I'm not offended by it. I just don't think it goes with the rest of the movie of being a gentleman and shit. It was just kind of odd. Of, you know, the girl's like, hey, rescue us, and you can bang me, you can do me in the butt. And it's like, yeah. what? Uh, huh? I'm going to have to go back and revisit that movie now, because this movie kind of made that okay? Because he's dating that girl now? Like, they're in a relationship, a serious, committed relationship? A little, little odd way to meet, but at the same time, I'm like, huh. Well, I didn't just use her and take off, so... Hmm. I guess I I need to... Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. I really enjoyed this movie. This was a lot of fun. All the way through. Even at 2 hours and 21 minutes, this was the kind of movie where, uh, you know, I've been watching it for a while, and I'm like, man, this is really good, or, you know, they're about to go on a mission, and I, I gotta pause it to go, you know, deal with kids or something, and I'm like... Dude, I got an hour and change left, and I'm thrilled that I got an hour and change left. Like, sweet! I want this yeah. to keep going. I I love that feeling. And so I'm going to have to get the first one on Blu-ray and, and watch it again. Uh, to reevaluate, see how that sits with me. It's it's never, ever going to sit perfect with me, that joke. It just, it's just so odd. But it is cool that in this movie, he's at least with her. <laughs> I don't know why that makes it okay in my book. I, I don't know why... It, I shouldn't say makes it okay. I, I don't know why that alters my perception of that. I guess maybe because he didn't just, it wasn't just a one night stand thing. It, yeah. it meant more than that. It was like, okay. 
I like that whole di- dynamic of their relationship in this uh, in the sequel. Uh, there were a couple of things that, that I don't know. You just got to kind of go with in this universe. In the first one, there were plenty of things you had to kind of just suspend disbelief, and it's same with this one. You got robot dogs, and uh, you you got to eat a sandwich made out of hamburger of the person you killed to get it like oh, I what thought it was great oh. it, it was but at the same time it was like wow i don't know um i liked julianne Moore. she was a good bad guy because she was so such a i don't know just... she did but it's it's the little technical things that i i'm i get hung up on that it's to i fully admit totally stupid but you know, she's taken the world hostage because she poisoned. She's the biggest drug supplier in the world. She poisoned a bunch of drugs, and now she's um, ransoming all of the people who took drugs to the United States. And the president's like, "Ah, oh, screw them, let them die. Then we don't have drug users. Yay, I won the war on drugs." Okay, okay, okay. But then, like in the next scene, it's like oh, a couple days later, maybe, and they are just the government has just been stacking all these poisoned people in a stadium. I'm like, the government does not work that fast. We, we, we couldn't get water to the thunder or the, to the dome and during Katrina mm-hmm. in like what weeks or days. I mean, like you think they have p- procured cages for everybody. Like what? There's yeah. our government does not work like that. Th- that. That's stupid. A stupid thing to even think about, but it's what I think about. Uh, another thing is her whole secret hideaway in the jungle where she's got this whole 50s town theme set up. I'm like, how'd you get all that shit up there? Like, this is the dumb shit I think about. <laughs> it's same with, like, Jurassic Park. I'm like, how'd you get all that shit there? How'd you do that? And nobody knows about it, you know? <laughs> it's not an actual criticism of the movie. Yeah, I know, I'm just I telling you the you. shit that I think about. Yeah. I'm like, huh? Uh, I really, really, really enjoyed that Elton John is in this movie. Oh, and he the, was so funny in that movie. He was, but the reason that I enjoyed he was in there is because there is an Elton John biopic coming out. Did you know this? Uh, it, yes. Do you know who is playing Elton John in the Elton John biopic? It's the kid from... <laughs> it's the kid from this movie. It's Taron Edgerton. I thought that was hysterical. So every time I would... I could just see them just hanging out for days behind the scenes to... You know, get to know. I don't know. And I thought that the way that Elton John acted in this movie, it feels like this dude is a great sport. Like, he has no problem just making fun of himself or being crazy or whatever. And I love that. Uh, So, so anyway. Which one would you... Do you like this one better than the first one, or...? I mean, yeah, I really liked Samuel L. Jackson in the first one. But I think... I wonder if this one didn't have a little bit of a bigger budget. I don't know. I... Maybe about the same because of those weird questionable things that aren't I shouldn't be questioning in such a silly movie. Uh, but I I I don't know. I got to rewatch the first one to reevaluate. But I did like this movie, and I'm glad that it's on my shelf. It was one that I picked up for like two for five on Blue. Mm. So you know, dive on that all day long. Uh, okay, over to you. Uh, okay, you're just doing one. Uh, yeah, I need a break. Okay, uh, let's start with the Nun. This is the 2018 Conjuring spin-off movie that I thought didn't look that good, so I didn't see it in the theater, but I bought it on Blu-ray, of course, for not that much money. And I didn't realize that, I'm going to probably butcher her name, but Thaisa uh, Formiga, that is the sister of... Vera? Vera, yeah. Oh, okay. She's in this as a young nun, and 
Uh, I guess I should have figured it out that this movie is, it's it's about nuns. Like, convents and satanic evil nuns, because I, I love that shit. And, and that's what this movie is. I'm like, this is like, this almost feels like a throwback to, like, European-type horror movies of yesteryear, with, granted, with a bunch of CGI and some jump scares, but I am a sucker for, like, like evil, you know, haunted convents and, like, evil nuns! Coming next <laughs> month! Top, top ten of Satan nuns! Satan nuns! Yay! But this is, this was good. Uh, the storyline was was fairly thin, and you know what? I, I liked that. I liked that it's pretty much cut and dry. It's the, the place is haunted by an evil witch because something happened in the floor and released evil. There you go. Done. Go. And, okay, I like that. And here's here's uh, Thaisa Formiga as a nun-to-be. Like, she's going to be a nun. And there's a French dude and some other guy. Like, just investigate and get scared and then get killed. And then roll credits. And, yep, there you go. I loved it. That was a good movie. Much better than I thought it would be. And I would say that... Of all of those, like there's the Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, whatever, and then there's the Conjuring movies. This one, man, I gotta say, I short runtime, like this is right up there for me with with like maybe the first Conjuring. A uh, couple okay. of okay, there was there was one jump scare in particular that was very well earned and uh, it was great. It it truly got me. I'm like, holy shit, that was okay. Um, okay, I haven't seen any of the Conjuring movies. Oh, man, you should. They're good. Ah, ghosty shit. I'm just done with ghosty shit. Yeah, I'm boy. sure they're probably good, but just jump scary and, and yeah. loud noises. And and that's what this is. Loud noises. and it. Man, this was good. And I, another thing is, I, I forgot that this was rated R. I was kind of expecting this to be, like, ah, oh, just a summer PG-13 loud jump scare horror movie. But, like, it was rated R. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's it, it has that... Little, just a little bit of extra gore and a little bit of more hard edge to it. That you know me, I just me and my nuns. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so there's that. Um, real quick here, I want to uh, go, have, you can go ahead and do another one if you want. I just had to make some notes. Okay, on the complete other end of the evil, haunted, possessed person realm, the Vatican tapes. Oh, as I was renting or borrowing the Avengers from the library because I only have the 3D version and I didn't want to watch the 3D version and my glasses don't work and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I had to get the standard version from the library. I saw the Vatican tapes. I'm like, you know, I think that Eric has this on his voodoo. I do. I haven't got around to wa- watching it. So, ah, let's take the Blu-ray home. And why did I make that stupid decision? That movie sucked. At least uh, it was free. Yeah, thank God. But, oh, did you see it yet? No, I, that's one that I've been holding back as a horror movie that I can, you know, entice Eugene with on the roulette. Oh, well, that's all over with. I fast-forwarded the last 30 minutes of it, uh, just enough to see what was going on. I, I hated this movie, because, real quick here, and then I'll... I, I, first of all, I felt I felt bad for Michael uh, Pena. He should not have been in this movie. Uh, and Bokeem... Oh, what's his name? Woodbine? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Or... How do uh, I know that name? I, I know him from that stupid assassin movie with Mark Wahlberg. Jimon, Jimon, who's Yeah, he was, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, him. Yeah, the okay. guy with way too many cons- consonants in his name. Yes, let's just, just back to the Vatican tapes. Oh, it's another. Here you go. Here's the PG 13 rated tween, jump scary, loud, dumb. 
something about this girl that inexplicably gets possessed. I, I'm guessing that they explained it, but not for crying out loud. What? What? Oh, What's... nothing. I just got to... Uh, no, I'm not going to answer that phone call. I'm podcasting, and I'm going to bitch about Vatican tapes, so go away. Yeah. Um, oh, and the, the girl gets possessed, and then crows fly, fly into a bus, and then her military dad and boyfriend are... Oh, it goes on and on and on, and she likes to drink water because that's what you do when you're possessed. You drink lots of water. And then... Wait, is that a thing? When is that I a thing? I don't know. Oh, it's a thing in the Vatican tapes, and I'm going to spoil... I'm, I'm going to flat out spoil the ending of this movie, so here we go. So it turns out that, you know, at least in my fast-forwarding of the movie, Michael Pena is going up against <clears throat> possessed uh, exorcist rip-off girl... Uh, and then she does something that makes the building sort of kind of explode. And then, but she miraculously survives while everybody dies because she's the Antichrist. And then the very end, she's selling out stadiums because she's healing people, you know, because that's how the end times are going to be. And this pretty blonde girl's going to be, the, oh, I, like, no, no. Oh, it was awful. I was, I was furious. Even in fast forwarding, I'm like, this is actually making me mad just watching this stupid ending. I gotta say, you're kind of selling this movie. I kind of want to see that. Oh, 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 and just oh, there was one time where she gets this guy to stab himself in the eyes with glass, but it's PG thirteen, so you see it from behind. Like, oh, that's like the equivalent of watching like you know softcore porn. Like, there is no insertion. It's just you know, it's people wearing <laughs> underwear. I don't want to see that. Uh, more reviews of that to come at some point. <laughs> oh, oh, there is. <laughs> Vatican tape, half star, and I'm not even sure why I give it a... Uh, it's, I'm Michael Pena. I felt bad for him. There you go. I, well, how did she have the power to make a building blow up? Like, she just had the power, or there was... Yeah, like, she's an antichrist. She was the antichrist, and she's Satan's right-hand chick, I guess, so... Ba-boom! I don't know. I, don't, I still don't know why she got... She was like... It was her birthday, and she was cutting her birthday cake, and she cuts her finger, and then she gets possessed by Satan, I guess. I, I, I may have missed it because I was... So angry and fast forwarding, they may have explained it. At one point, she goes to a, an insane asylum because the doctors can't figure out what's wrong with her. So they take her to a one of those places, and she makes everybody go even crazier and break out of their cells and go nuts. And because she's controlling people, because she's a antichrist, and oh, so frustrating, so so frustrating. Uh, nope, awful. Awful movie, and everything like the the acting was really, really wooden, and it was just. I'm done bitching about it. Back to you. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were. Uh, okay, well, I'll get around to watching it at some point because it's in my voodoo, and somehow I got I don't know. I think Dave maybe gave me the code for it, or I got it in a five pack of mystery movie codes or something. So we'll, we'll see. I'll you know we, I always gotta find shit to fill the October horathon. Uh, okay. I'm going to do four movies. How about that? Are you ready? Hmm. Lube it up, because here it comes. Mystery Science Theater. Time of the Apes. Three bumbling morons accidentally stumble into a cryogenic freezer and end up in the future where monkeys populate the Earth. Lots Lots of Japanese names, and this was entertaining as hell. This is the old, uh, like, Joel. Joel oh, and the really? Robots. Yeah, yeah. They, they've got a bunch of stuff on Netflix. If you haven't... Uh, checked out their i mean if you click on the the mystery science theater thing it brings up like tv like a tv show like the episodes so you have to click on it to get all of them 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you might want to go there and see if there's any you haven't seen. I'm finding okay. lots of them that I haven't seen. Cool. Good shit. Especially with, even with Joel, I, I, it's very refreshing to get away from shit like Cry Wilderness that I finally stayed awake through all of. God help us all. I don't know how you watch this movie without the robots. A uh, Bigfoot type creature befriends Paul! 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 <laughs> yep. Fuck this bag of shit movie in its. Ah, it's good! Uh, Be it nice! It is a train wreck disaster. It's a perfect mystery science theater movie. It's funny. Yeah. I really wish that I had the other guys doing the commentary because, once again, they just talk too damn much. Like, guys, just go for the gold joke and let, let the mediocre ones fall by the wayside. But they're like, bam, 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 joke, 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 and too many of them are just like, eh. All right, I guess, you know, and I know that nobody on this podcast should be judging anybody else's commentary abilities, because ours are possibly non-existent. But nonetheless, I, it, I the movie is baffling. I, I definitely got that same kind of Mac and Me vibe, but Mac and Me was more disturbing. Trust me, you need to check that out. Uh, next up, Fugitive Alien from 1987. I had, after Cry Wilderness, I had to go back to Joel and the Robots. An alien is pursued by a traitor by his own race because he refuses to kill humans. Again, another Japanese movie, but with aliens and ships flying around and crashing into big miniatures, if you know what I mean. And sparkly firework effects that are hilarious and very 1987. Uh, another good watch. I quite enjoyed this one. And lastly, First Spaceship on Venus from 1960. When an alien artifact discovered on Earth is found to have come from Venus, an international team of astronauts embarks to investigate its origins, which is entirely impossible because Venus it will kill you. You cannot land there. You do not have enough prote protective gear to survive on Venus. Either in 1960 or now, which is the future of no 2019. Isn't it amazing that 2001 A Space Odyssey was more technologically advanced than, than yeah. we are? Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, this was a good one, too. I enjoyed this one. It's, I think this one was Japanese as well. I uh, could be wrong on that. Der Schweitenstern. Maybe it was German. Wish I could find it, but I cannot. Thanks, IMDb! <laughs> At any rate, this was another fun one with Joel and the bots, and, uh, yep, I give it a thumbs up. I, I, oh, written by Stanislaw Lem, that's interesting. He's a pretty highfalutin sci-fi author. Ah, what other movies has he written? That's cool. Anyway, I like the movie, and I, I know you would too. Solaris, that's what he's known for. Oh, okay. The original, the original Solaris. I knew I knew that name. Have you ever seen the original Solaris? I have not, but I'd like to. It's I so, haven't either. It's so long. Like, the runtime is so long, which is not really an excuse because it's an older movie. I, I really want to see it. I just... It, my problem is that the only way I've been able to find it is Criterion. Oh, it is three hours. Wow. Yeah, it's a long one, especially with Clooney's, which I actually really like George Clooney's um, version, or, well, Steven Soderbergh's version. Uh, but it's weird because that runtime is like 90 minutes, I think, maybe. So this is like half the runtime. Looks like he was a writer on the remake as well. Uh, it is. Hour 40. 
Damn. Oh, well, that was based on Stanislaw Lum's novel. That makes sense. Might as well get him to rewrite it. Oh, he died in 2006. 84. Too bad. Uh, anyway, okay, back over to you. Uh, more Mystery Science Theater, I'm sure, will be coming up because it's kind of been my go-to, like, just escape from work, new job, stress, whatever. It's like, I need to giggle, and damn if those stupid robots don't make me giggle. Gotcha. Back to you, sir. Okay, so, um, there's so much that, uh, well, let's get this, uh, let's get a couple of Vinegar Syndrome titles out of the way here. There's nothing out there. I was watching this while you were watching Goldstone, and um, we were watching two completely opposite movies and probably having about the same amount of enjoyment. Well, I probably enjoyed this a little bit more than yours, but not much, because this is a trauma movie from 1990 that uh, is about, I guess, a frog puppet creature that likes to try to breed with bad actors and there's a lot of a lot i mean a lot of sex and nudity i mean jeez, boy you're selling this one hard too oh it's (laughs) oh i mean there's i mean it's not just it's like a lot of bare man man asses and like oh okay um i guess Uh, yeah (laughs) showers and back rubs and humping and then Frog puppet, slimy alien. Not even really slimy. Just straight up hand puppet is what it looked like. Just they're not even covered in KY jelly, which strike one. Um, what else? Uh, the more sex, more nudity, more underwear, jockstrap, bare ass. I gave it two stars, so there's that. <laughs> it. Uh... <laughs> you sound like my wife describing our sex life. <laughs> Oh, jock straps and just, oh, and just lots of walking around and investigating and then there's nothing around. So let's just screw, I guess. Let's screw. Well, Uh, what else are you supposed to do? I know. And you know what? I guess in the 1990s, it's, yeah, there's not a whole lot else to do other than wear flannel and hump. And boy, they humped. Oh, okay. So that, um, Oh, for crying out. Which one now? Um, oh, let's get this it's one. It's your handled. last round, so do both of them. Okay, Doom Asylum. That name is just impossibly excellent, but the movie itself, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, this is from 1988. This is from Arrow, but it should have been from Vinegar Syndrome because everything about this movie is, it's, it's Vinegar Syndrome that Arrow happened to release, I guess. It's hour and 17 minutes, and it feels like about three hours. It's a horror comedy with... I, it was so bad at a couple parts, I actually almost videoed what I was seeing on screen to send to you. But I'm like, you know, that's it'll still make me angry because then you're going to be like, why are you watching? It'll just make me angry. Just no. Just don't even... Don't even t- but there was long shots of people like... It was supposed to be funny, so... How do I even... I don't even know how to review this movie. Uh, there's a there's a guy that is... In why a, is it called Doom Asylum? Is it, are, 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 we, are, are we getting Asylum from Doom? Well, um, how do I say this? Okay, so they are in an asylum. There's these bad non-actors are in an asylum okay. with this this all-female punk rock band that is there as well. And they just, they start, they don't team up to hate each other, but they start to investigate. Uh, they don't leave, of course, but there's this disfigured lawyer dude that in the beginning was kissy-kissy with his girlfriend in the car. And then they wreck and she dies. And so he decides that he's going to kill people. 
There's so it's a slasher movie, kind of, but they are trying to go a Return of the Living Dead humor route and hoo crash and burn because it's not funny. Lots of uh, self-referential type humor that's not funny, but there's some good gore in it, and there's some 80s nudity, and there's some big hair and glasses that are really big, and oh, it was bad. I mean, it was it was so bad. I gave it two and a half stars, uh, but it should have got zero, but it's still two and a half, because I, I, you know, it. I have no excuse. I have no. I have no idea why I'm not giving it. It's off. It's awful. It's. Oh, but I'm gonna keep it. And Arrow released it, so it's. Ah, oh, there's something about that movie. Doom Asylum. <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to do? Another oh, one and, and at one that? at one point the uh, like the the punk rock girl band is they're so awful. Like I hated them so bad, especially the lead one. She's such a just despicable bitch she finally gets what's coming to her and she gets run through this this machine of i don't know it's it's some press of some sort and it it smushes her into this this square like this 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 box a square of of guts and body parts and stuff and like parts of her outfit are sticking out of it or whatever and it's waka waka it's funny i I, that's it I, i don't know where else to go with that it was stupid stupid now I'm kind of pissed at myself for giving it two and a half stars because I <laughs> hated it, but yet strangely am a... Uh, oh, okay, I'm wishy-washy on this one. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> That's all right. We'll find out in two or three more viewings where you yes. come out. Oh, I, I actually thought about that. I'm like, you know, this one could grow on me, maybe. There's a lot of bikinis in it, though, and a lot of underwear. So that's probably where the two and a... Uh, okay, and then can I get one more done? Yeah. Okay, one more. Uh, another Vinegar Syndrome release. Bloody New Year. I was going to review um, Deep Star 6 because I just rewatched that one, and that movie's awesome. There, there's another review. I love that movie. <laughs> TJ, TJ, you're wrong. It's awesome. Okay, next up, uh, Bloody New Year. Um, from 1987. This is one that I always remembered back in the VHS days as that, that covers, that's just great. It's a skeleton head um, with... You know, celebrating New Year, it, a bloody New Year, and like, it, it, is it going to be really good? The answer, of course, is no. Um, obnoxious teenagers that are actually in their mid twenties, they, uh, they fuck around with bad guys at an amusement park, and so they get chased into a boat, and then they just go out into the ocean and come upon this island, and then. Weird supernaturally things start to happen and they explore and explore and walk around and explore. And then all of a sudden the movie kind of turns into a predecessor of the law of, of, uh, the show Lost kind of like, Oh, you're really going Scooby-Doo on me here. Like it's, it's all of a sudden it's a Scooby-Doo type mystery, but not good. Again, I gave it two and a half stars. I, and I, li- I literally, I literally wrote my review this, and I'm like, why did I give it t- two and a half? It's not, no, it's not two and a half, but it is. <laughs> so, um, but for those wondering if it's gory, no, no, it's not. But if but, you're looking but two for two and a half, that yeah, two and a half, and I'm, was there nudity in it? Maybe. Uh, man, bad acting. But the Scooby Doo bits, I think, were the reason why the the the. Gotcha kind of zinger, I guess, is why I gave it two and a half. But 
Oh, shame on you, Eugene. These are not good movies. But, eh, it's again, it's Vinegar Syndrome, so I, I kind of have to support them. You're like, I gotta justify this $35 purchase. Oh, yes. It was part of my monthly package that showed up. And, oh. Yep. Oh, so. you gotta justify the annual purchase. Yes, yes. So that's, I, like, that's what I'm going through is these, the annual. You're like, uh, no, no. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. It's, it's worth it. And I'm not going to sell it on eBay. I, I'm going to keep this. Cause... Swallow that NyQuil and say it's good shit. Because <laughs> i got to have my Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> you would have got away with it. It wouldn't have been for that dog and those meddling kids. Yep. And yeah, literally that could be the ending. I don't know. It was back to you. That's... <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> I'm still trying to whittle down my Blu-ray stack because it's full, and I've only got so much room allocated for that. So, oh, good God, what am I going to try and watch off there this week? Lost City of Z. I've been talking about that one for a while. Everybody's been saying it's so great and blah, blah, blah. Some Monkey King movie, Asian Kung Fu something or other. I got both RoboCops. Hey, if you don't, do you ever go to Dollar Tree? The green building, Dollar Tree? No, uh-uh. Uh, you should stop in to those every once in a while, because sometimes they have a Blu-ray and DVD section, and those are a dollar. I got the uh-uh. original uncut RoboCop on Blu-ray for a buck, and I got the remake for a buck. You know, I trashed the remake after watching it twice, and... But it's a buck, brand new. Yeah, that's not I, bad. Uh, fuck it, I'm gonna get it. So I got both RoboCops. Here, it's it they usually some of them don't have anything, but <laughs> that's a great score. Yeah, I, I buck up unrated director's cut. The only and uh, I mean the, this Blu-ray of the original. I mean that's a big deal that it's an unrated director's cut because it used to be the only way you could get that is the Criterion Criterion version on DVD, and that was on eBay. It was going for like fifty bucks, and I got it off somebody for five, so I got a great deal. They didn't know what they had, I guess. I was I've, that was one of my prized possessions for a long time. I never sold it, and then of course they released the uncut version on every other format and yeah. blah blah blah. And I bought it for a dollar. I'd I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Well, I fucking did. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? What is this? Uh, Snow Girl and the Dark Crystal is some Asian fantasy movie. You know, it's a buck on a Blu-ray. I'm gonna buy it. Uh, the Star Wars <laughs> movies. I bought the Star Wars box set uh, of the first two trilogies, and I've got Force Awakens on Blu-ray now. So I'm, at some point, going to be going through all those with the kids. I just finished up all the special features uh, from that Star Wars box set, which was... Uh, that's something else that I... I mean, I guess I could have put on recently watched. Something else I was watching this week was three discs worth of those special features, which is pretty cool. And I think that should do it for now, for my coming soon. Okay, and for me, um, I'm going to continue on with my Vinegar Syndrome monthly package. Uh, going to try and watch Uninvited, which I think I had mentioned that on the last episode. That's the killer cat on a cruise ship with George Kennedy. I can't wait. That's going to be probably mediocre. And then uh, Climax of Blue Power, which is a an early 70s uh Porn Ruffy. So, yeah, i got to say that a Wait, little bit quiet. Ruffy? What do you mean, Ruffy? It's a Ruffy. What's that? No, oh, it's rapey. That's oh. another word. That's another word for the old, like, these 70s rapey movies. So, yay, can't wait for that. That'll be super fun. Um, literally, that's a client. Yeah, 
Anyway. Yeah, I learn something new every day. That's yeah, right. that's a roughie. Um, oh, Avengers is. I haven't caught up on the. I haven't caught up on the show with the MCU, but we did yeah. finish Avengers, which I'll get into that next episode. And probably tonight is going to be Iron Man three. I need a little bit of a break from my vinegar syndrome stuff because that is like it is like I I literally question my life choices while watching some of these movies. I'm like. <laughs> I'm you literally, are. I'm I'm living in the upside down. Eugene says, I need a break from vinegar syndrome so I can watch more MCU. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, but I do have, um, I've been itching for the Aliens rewatch and I need to uh, kind of, because of our Alien chat here, I'm kind of in the mood for like maybe Under the Skin, Dark Skies, that was, yeah, Dark Skies, and Aliens, the, the uh, Cameron version. As if there's other versions of movies called Aliens. I, yeah. Actually, yeah. there is. That the, There was that remake or that whatever bullshit bootleg you made me watch. Hmm? Aliens. The Aliens ripoff. It's called Aliens? No, I don't know what it's called. I don't remember. It was stupid as hell. I okay. thought it was hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I can believe it. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The one that completely rips off Aliens. It's... Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was pretty good. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Uh, yeah, MCU and Vinegar Syndrome and all sorts of roughy... Uh, no. no. <laughs> Anything I can squeeze in in between working. Work's been taking over everything. I've had very little time. Uh, that and I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 2 a lot. I'm, I don't know. I'm into it. I'm, you know, the kids like watching me and team up with Donald and Mickey and go fight bad guys and Goofy and... Uh, they're just cool games. So yeah. there's that too. But yeah. I've got a laundry list of VHS that I have yet to review. I, next time we do a speed round, I, oh man, there's like 40 movies on there. I could just ping, 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 ping. Yeah, ping, me ping, too. Ping. Me too. I mean, I wanted to get to Goosebumps Part 2. Um, there's so many. I mean, even Insidious, The Last Key, I watched that. There's a bunch of movies that I wanted to get off my list. So we, yeah, we're going to have to have another speed round here again. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to add for this episode? No, I think that should do it. I'm Earl. I'm the blob invading Earl. <laughs> See you next week. I guess. <laughs> Very gentle goodbye. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.